2: This is No Credentials Required, covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Billy Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media.
0: Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of No Credentials Required. As always, we are brought to you by Billy Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Before we get into this episode, Always want to remind you, like, share, and subscribe on any podcast platform that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Tune In. And especially now with Spotify, they now have a rating system. So if you're a Spotify subscriber, rate the show there. Five stars is preferred. And you can also write a review on Apple or Podchaser or anywhere that you can write a review. Please do that. I might even read it on the air. I mean, that would be great. Also, go to our social media pages on Twitter and Instagram, bellyupncr, facebook.com forward slash bellyup sports ncr. Give us a like and a share there. Keep up with the uh, current topics, promote the show show promotions, other promotions, whether it be with Belly Up Sports or with uh, or, or with Godzilla Media. Let's get get into it. Interact with us. Interact with the show. All right. Before we get into this episode as well, just want to remind you about one of our friends at Godzilla Media, and that is Mohawk Honda. The current supply and demand challenges within the auto industry makes this a perfect time for you to get top dollar for your vehicle. Right now at Mohawk Honda, you can take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. They will put cash in your hand for your vehicle the same day you come in, even if you don't buy from them. That's a pretty sweet deal, especially for all those recent college grads or students in need of a new ride or some extra cash. Mohawk Honda has consistently kept their lot fully stocked with hundreds of pre owned vehicles. Their large inventory makes shopping fun as you browse through the many makes and models to choose from. You can also check out their full selection online at mohawkonda.com. Stop in and say hi to Greg Johnson, the assistant general manager, Jake Hot Sauce Doyle, Louis the VIP man, or other or one of the many helpful sales consultants here at Mohawk Honda. That includes my guy, Evan Easy, Evan Zuelan. He helped me get into the 2016 Honda HRV, which I currently own. There's a vast selection of Honda certified pre-owned vehicles. So now is the time to take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. Mohawk Honda in Glenville, where they always go out of their way to please you. All right, so I'm going to bring in my special guest for This episode of No Credentials Required. He's been on the podcast before, but I'm pretty certain he has never asked Bill Belichick what his New Year resolutions are. We're going to bring in Tom Gazlowski. He is the CEO, CFO and COO of Godzilla Media. Gaz, what's going on, buddy?
1: I have never done that. Thank you for having me as always. I've never asked Bill Belichick that question. She is the hero we needed this holiday season, right? <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. Not heroes wear capes. And My not ladies goodness, and to have, have those type of stones, although she's a woman, to have those types of stones to do that to Coach Belichick is incredible. Good for her.
2: Good for her, but I don't think she's ever going to be in a press conference ever again with the New England Patriots. <laughs>
1: I don't think so those either. Those
2: are revoked all right so if you follow us if you follow no credentials required on twitter today i said that we were going to go over the top five news uh, national sports stories and capital region sports stories for the year 2021 we are only five days away from january one day one as they call it Uh, or if you're a wwe pay-per-view day. it's also called day one but anyway let's get into guys we're going to talk about the Let's first talk about the fo- top five national sports stories of 2021. I'm going from descending order. I'm sorry, descending order, not ascending order. So we're gonna start with number one that I felt was the top story, sports story nationally in 2021, and that was sports returning to normal ish with fans back in the stands, and we had the year 2020. Uh, it was known for. Silence in the stands, or if you're uh, if you played the NFL or the NHL, it was canned video game crowd noise. Guys, was it awesome to see fans back in the stands in 2021, or what?
1: Yes, absolutely, and I think it's even more in the college game in particular, like college yes, football. absolutely, right? Like the passion, like games at the Big House and the Rose Bowl and the Horseshoe. Shout out to our guy J.D. Davis, right? The Horseshoe, the big Ohio JD. State fan that he is, right? Like <laughs> those packed arenas. You can tell the fans cared about it more. It felt yes. like there were a lot more storming of the fields and the courts this season in particular of we're just so happy we're back and doing this. So I didn't know where you were going to go with number one, but as of right now before looking at this entire list, I think number one's a pretty good spot where sports Felt like sports again with those yeah. fans back cheering on their favorite teams.
2: Did you, uh, speaking of fans, did you see what happened yesterday at the Patriots game, where uh, stefan was a stefan Diggs, was after his touchdown, he just points at every single one of, of the uh, Patriots fans booing him, and he's just like you and you and you and you and you. <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> very good. Well, you say screw up. you guys, but that's you know, right. you know what he said. <laughs> the holiday season he kept
1: it very good right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh look, and that's the cool part about it too. Like the interaction yeah. between yeah. the fans between the back and fans and, Yes. Yep.
2: hmm That was my biggest thing. That was my biggest thing about sports in 2021. Just see fans. I mean, I mean it started with I would say it started with the NHL. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Because I know the NBA was also kind of in season, uh, but the NHL started to gradually bring in fans. NBA kind of started to do it, too, uh, but, but especially in you know, in places like Florida and Carolina. I mean, back in the playoffs, they had fans back in the stands in Carolina and Nashville. It, it, they, I think they were only packed to 50 percent, but it just sounded like a full house. Either in Carolina or Nashville, and it was just so great to see. Meanwhile, up in Canada, nobody's still around. <laughs> nobody's still allowed in uh, the, during that time. Anyway, I know they loosened up the rules back in uh, when, it, when it got, we came closer to the uh, Stanley Cup Final. But it was just so, it was so great seeing fans back in the stands. Because I don't know, I, I know I've, I've mentioned this before, and I'll say it I'm blue in the face. I hate canned crowd noise. And it just you when know, it feels like a video game, and they play the crowd, crowd cheering at the wrong time, so. But just to see fans back in the stands and see just again the fan interaction with with the with the athlete, uh, that was my that was my number one news item for the year. Just seeing fans in the stands, and I don't know if you remember, guys, back in back in February during Super Bowl, uh, I, don't remember, I don't know if you remember seeing a tweet from Robert Griffin Jr. No. Where. Okay, so Robert Griffin, sorry, Robert Griffin III, RG3, was apoplectic because he he says, Oh, the Raymond James Stadium has so many fans. Meanwhile, they're only limited to what, 30, like what, 22, 5, 22, something like that, something like like a quarter capacity for what, for Super Bowl. And he, he was seeing more fans in the stands. He's like, Oh, I'm so, I'm so mad. Why are there so many fans in the stands? This is a pandemic, blah, blah, blah. There were cardboard cutouts. (laughs) and he got rolled rolled for that That that's before that's when fans were starting to get back into the the stands with the super bowl went pretty well national championship went pretty well um as far as i know we haven't had many many uh major outbreaks in stadiums or arenas thankfully you know with the uh with the pandemic kind of still going on but but yeah i mean it's just it's just fun to see fans back in the stands again
1: it's amazing to think about RG3 getting crushed because he's like one of the innovators of Twitter for athletes. He's had this for like a decade plus yeah. now, and he's great for the college football games. As a broadcaster, yes. he's so smooth. He's funny. He's articulate. He's uh, Tony Romo, college football might be too high of praise for him this fast, but he had a great year broadcast. I don't know if he's ever going to go back and play again. He doesn't have to because he's that good. No, And it's amazing to think he blew that back in February of how bad a tweet that was.
2: I was like uh those are cardboard cuts dude <laughs> 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 all right so i'm going to go on my next number 2 news item of 2021 na- national sports story 2021 tom brady wins the super bowl without bill pellachek now guys for you being a Timber bay buccaneers fan for whatever reason i'm not i mean i've kind of cracked the code as to your fandom <laughs> but i mean for you it had to be one of the best moments of your sports fandom uh, seeing Tom Brady Tom Brady come to the Patriots first of all, and then win a Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. It was the first time a home team ever hosted and won a Super Bowl period. So I mean, was this is this is this one kind of cement not make like finally cement and basically make Tom great uh, Tom Brady's uh, Tom Brady's legacy basically unbreakable.
1: Uh, Bias the side. Uh, this, is a great, this is a great number two because it is, we're talking about legacies. We're talking about all-time sports. We're going to remember this moment here for 2021, five years from now, 10 years from now, when you're making these end-of-year lists. I think that's one of the things you have to do is you have to talk about legacy of will you remember that year, that moment, that play from those X amount of years past? And you will always remember Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer in their home mm. stadium in Raymond James Stadium and everything else. So, yeah, as a Buccaneer fan – I like how you kind of set this up a little bit because it was like, it, it wasn't <laughs> amazing that Brady was a buck. Yes. There were moments where I like still wasn't over it until he actually was on the field. And they're like, wait, right. Rob Gronkowski's on the bucks. What? Yeah. Wait,
2: Antonio comes, and, and ding, ding dong. Leonard Fournette. Here comes Leonard Fournette. Cut from the, from the Jaguars. Now he's a Buccaneer.
1: There you go. Antonio Brown Antonio and everybody Brown. else. Like it's yep. just constant. And then when you think about the playoffs, i to do this one more time in 2021. I'd like to remind everybody I had Chiefs Buccaneers preseason. I got to cash that ticket right here down the street at Rivers Casino back in August <laughs> of 2020. Cashing it in February 2021 is a beautiful day. But the Buccaneers winning that Super Bowl, look at the draw. They played arguably one of the worst teams all time in playoff history and then Washington football team that was below 500 out of the NFC East. And they, Washington they, almost beat them. That's exactly right. That's a Taylor Hockey yeah. game. Yep. Uh, The New Orleans Saints, they play for a third time after the Saints beat them twice in the regular season. Third time was in the favor of the Bucs. And they played the Packer team in the NFC title game that they beat by three touchdowns in the regular season. And it shocked some people that they beat them again. But it really wasn't that close of a game. Tampa had the advantage. And then they rushed Kansas City in the Super Bowl, and that was it. So, yeah, Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick, even though I'm a Bucs fan, even though it was a really cool moment. The first time they won, I was a teenager. Was I a teenager? Yeah, 13. And then... Could see if you know the Syracuse stuff behind me in a three month span. Of Syracuse and Tampa Bowl won one championships, and now I got yeah, to be I'll, a father. I don't see
2: a thing at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now i gonna do it as a father, as a husband. Mm. It was really cool to have it, even though you know my son probably won't remember it. But I got pictures that he'll be decked out in Buccaneer gear his first year on earth watching that first Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, did you speaking of Buccaneers, did you happen to see there was a tweet from Mike Fiorio of Pro Football Talk? It was it came out last Sunday. It said it has a has a gif of Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. It says the NFC Championship we played on January 30th. Keep that in mind, Buccaneers. That had to be one of the dumbest tweets I've ever seen because I don't know if you remembered, guys. It was January 24th of this year that the NFC Championship happened, and it was in Green Bay, and the Buccaneers happened to win. I'll I'll show you the I'll show you the actual tweet. It's yeah, just, I don't get the January
1: 30th I, reference. I'm trying to think of it now. Like, is it because of? I don't. I really don't know. I know the Buccaneers' first Super Bowl they won in January. The second one they won in February. Oh man, I really don't know that reference.
2: All right, so here you go. That's the tweet.
1: Is it just because it's cold? Like Tom Brady's played in New cold. England. Who cares? Like you know, he played through a bunch of games in the cold.
2: He played I in think Green he's Bay last to make year. A comparison that. I think he's trying to say that the Buccaneers still can't win in cold weather, but.
1: Uh, that was a tired take like 20 years ago what are they supposed to do like yeah. new orleans plays indoors atlanta plays indoors carolina's in yeah. carolina like that that was a huge thing for like the late 90s and early 2000s though like yeah. that's a very brett Favre, packer era tweet because they really like i remember when chris Berman used to talk about on prime time like that was yeah. a thing for a really long time but not yeah, like the buccaneers can't
2: buccaneers can't win in games on where the temperature at kickoff is under 32 degrees it's like no, this is just a stupid tweet and it's just old take. Like come back to the come back to the 20, 2020s, buddy. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's so, such a weird tweet. All right, so my number 3 national news story for 2021 was actually part of the Summer Games in Tokyo. Uh the this, the Summer Games were put off until this summer, played in front of no crowd because Japan had a state of emergency with COVID, blah blah blah. But I had USA Basketball, men's basketball team, loses their first game and then comes all the way back to win a gold medal because I just it's a significant story because, I mean, USA Basketball, men's basketball especially, we are, we're a juggernaut when it comes to Olympic basketball. And I had noted in an episode of it was either Around for the Weekend or Happy Hour, I can't remember which one, during the summer when I did a live show, but I said, I, I think it's just the, the, they they got to step it up. I, I thought I thought that we we needed some changes with with the way USA Basketball did things. Instead of NBA players, we're gonna we should use uh, guys who are going who basketball players who have kind of used their time at uh, their respective colleges and universities and have senior level players play for the USA basketball team. But that was very very early when yeah. you didn't know what to expect with Greg Popovich at being the head coach now. And and then they just reeled off game after game. They kept getting better and better and better. And they get into the medal round and they win the quarterfinal game. They win the semifinal game. And they get the revenge against France, who beat them in the preliminary. And they win gold. So I think that was my number three item for this year, guys. What do you uh, you agree? Do you disagree? I mean, what do you remember from that Olympic game, especially for USA basketball?
1: Here's what I'd say about this. And hopefully I'm not ruining something else on your list. A quick follow-up. Is that the only Olympic story you have in your top five? Yes. Okay. So I will disagree with this take and here's why. Okay. Uh, you did a lot of good stuff. there, talking about the history of USA basketball and coach Popovich, you get in the back of attention and everything else. That's right. I know where I was when I was watching that game. I was in Wildwood, New Jersey for a bachelor party. Now look, the bachelor party, we're at a bar. It's a huge concert. It's a summer. It's August. We're having a great time. Now, Mm-hmm. we were just kind of going back and forth into the bar from inside to outside and it was up on a TV, but there were, not and this is why it's not as high for me. There weren't fans like decked out in USA gear. Like you might see for the world cup going wild for team USA basketball. Maybe right. I was just at the wrong bar, but what's happened with team USA basketball is the expectations are so stupid high. There, there's nothing USA basketball can do for people to be happy about it. Besides win the gold medal. Like you mentioned them losing. Some right. people are going to look back and say, "Well, you won the gold medal, but you lost. That's not good enough." What about the dream team? What about '96? What? The expectations are so stupid high that, unfortunately, <laughs> that that's what people consider basketball. It's like they are expected not only to win every game, but they're expected to blow teams out like they're playing with Bird and Jordan and Magic and everybody. That's just not what it is anymore. If we went no, with the best high school, be, right? Because the
2: world, the world, especially European teams have caught up with us. Uh, it's it scared me for a bit, but. You know, we i mean obviously we're going to win the gold i mean the expectation yes is to win gold every single time and to blow teams out i mean we'll blow teams out from from the african nations or the asian nations europe we might have some struggles because of their fundamentals and they're just fundamentally more sound than, united, than the united states i mean i fully admit it but but i mean the especially european nations have caught up with us and that that was kind of demonstrated it kind of gave usa basketball the men's basketball team a scare when France, France of all nations, France <laughs> wins that in the preliminary round, beats us in the preliminary round. Now we had our struggles beforehand. We, I think we lost to Nigeria, if I can't remember correctly, in the in the uh, game in the some of the exhibition games leading up to the Olympics. We got some we got some scares from other teams. So, so I think I think it's it's significant because it's I wouldn't say it was too much of a redemption story, but the expectation is so high that when we see our guys lose, it kind of shocks us to our core a little bit. And we. Kind of, I was hoping they'd do kind of a 180 and get back to just solid basketball. And they wound up doing that and then went up on the gold medal. I thought it was pretty significant. I, mean, I know you kind of disagree with
0: that, but. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember, nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
2: That, that just, just kind of stuck up in my mind a little bit. They like, said, yeah, we had struggles, but we still wound up winning the gold anyway.
1: Yeah, so two things to that. One, this is probably for another podcast, this hot take about the Bernie with here in the winter months. The 04 upset of Argentina over the USA in the semifinals is a bigger upset mm-hmm. than the 1980 Miracle on Ice. And that might be that hot of a take might need to, a whole other podcast for it, but trust me when I say that the 04 upset of Team USA going down is bigger than the Miracle on Ice. That's a tease for another podcast. But but, but we but we
2: won Miracle on Ice.
1: We did. What I'm saying is that Russia the, Are lo- you thinking
2: seventy? Are you thinking No, 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 no,
1: no. I'm talking the okay. USA beating Russia is not a bigger upset than Argentina beating the U.S. in basketball.
2: This will be another podcast. <laughs> okay, good.
1: Yeah. That could be a whole different podcast. But uh, the reason I disagreed with that take is I don't even think that's the biggest story from the United States of America in the Olympics. I would put Simone Biles here at three. Simone okay. Biles withdrawing from the gymnastic field competition and everything else that happened. Look, for you and I who are more fans of traditional sports and more team sports here in the U.S. saying maybe year to year, month to month, are more focused on team sports than individuals. Gymnastics is not going to be leading your podcast in the first week of January. However, on a wide base of maybe female sports fans who don't watch or their favorite event is the Olympics.
2: My niece, fans, is one of those, what, my niece is one of those people. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. She's a like, gymnast. She's yes, a gymnast.
1: and it, it's, a, it's about the storylines. It's about the triumph, all the underdogs, all that stuff. That's what makes the Olympics cool. What happened with Simone Biles, I have nothing to compare to in my lifetime as a fan. Nothing mm-hmm. to, to that level of... Before that, she's coming out calling herself the GOAT. She's got the GOAT sticker stitched on. She's the greatest gymnast of all time. And she didn't get beat. She just didn't do it. And again, that's Mm -hmm. probably a whole different take of mental health and how it affected her But in the legacy of what that may leave for athletes. But Simone Biles withdrawing for the Olympics, not because of a hurt knee or a bum ankle, but because she mentally said she couldn't do it, is a bigger story for me there at
0: three.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw, I, maybe I kind of saw him passing. I'll have to look it up in the, after we're done recording. But I think back in October, or November, she said that she said, looking back in hindsight, she said, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have competed in the 2020 games because I was just such a, such a, I think part of it had to do with some of a lot of the, you know, and this is, you know, I, I'm, I think part of it just had to do with the shoes so st- stretched she stretched herself too thin because of all she had a lot of commercial endorsements. She had a lot of, I mean, she was a gold medalist twice in was 2012 and 2016. Yep. And all this expectation upon her just, you know, it just came upon her, just came upon her at the wrong time. And she said, I got to do this. I got to do this. And all of a sudden she just said, I-, I can't, I can't. And by the way, space between your ears on Godzilla media podcast now available. There you go. Speaking of mental health and sports. <laughs>
0: there you go.
1: Shout out to Brian Katie.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So number four, my number four item for top uh, national sports stories in 2021, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning repeating a Stanley Cup champion. Now, I know, guys, you're you're a big hockey fan. You know, I I know you bleed. You bleed cracking green right now. Uh, <laughs> but for me, for, for that was I mean, I'm a hockey guy, too. Uh, but I, I think Tampa Bay winning two. You know, it's, it's tough to repeat. It, it's tough to repeat and Timabe Bay won the Stanley Cup in 2020 during the yeah you know, that long break from March to August and then they had to compete again and then in the, the really shortened season starting in January 2021 and it goes and this season also goes into the summer uh it's it's as i said it's, it's tough to repeat as champions but to do it two years in a row in a pandemic era that's i think that's pretty significant so I long if you're taking on this guys what what did you did you were you following the Stanley Cup playoffs during this uh, pandemic season? Were you following the season? Were you following the playoff? I mean, Stanley Cup playoffs is going to be is one of the best tournaments around. Period. I think, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. But I know, guys you you you're a big you're a big puck fan. What's your take on the? Uh, what, what, do you do you agree with where I put this uh, sports item here or? I mean, what's your take on the uh, hockey playoffs? What's your, uh,
1: what's, your I'd, what's your deal? I like? like this, man. I like this pick here because of what you said about how difficult it is to repeat. And when you start comparing teams who won championships in mm-hmm. 2020 to the teams who won in 2021, fans who are critics of the 2020 champions are going to always put an asterisk next. So that was a shortened season. It was a different playoff mm-hmm. format. There were no fans. All that right. stuff sitting there over their head. Okay, go prove it again. Go do it again. Mm-hmm. The Lightning did it. Yep. And why I like yep. the Lightning, too, is because growing up in Syracuse, some of my buddies, when I was home for break or home for a weekend or something like that, they'd be like, hey, uh, you want to go see the Lightning? What do you mean, Lightning? Oh, I mean the future Lightning the Syracuse Crunch. <laughs> because having the affiliate there is pretty cool. The Syracuse Crunch had some really good teams that were going for a Calder Cup that didn't win one at the AHL level. But knowing Mm. some of those players who came over and some of the, I believe the coach as well was a former Syracuse crunch guy, John Cooper, right? John Cooper. Yeah. Connections there. Yeah. So it was cool rooting for the lightning again, because I knew some of those players uh, just as a fan, not in a media sense, just going to the games, Mm. enjoying cheap beer and having a good time on a weekend with your buddies. So yeah, I like this lightning pick here, especially what it means. And, also, didn't they beat a Canadian team in the Stanley Cup when you've got America versus they Canada? Did the right? yeah, yes, right. They did beat the Montreal Canadiens. Yes, they
2: did. Who actually had a pretty good run of their own, leading up to the Stanley Cup final? Uh, that was a pretty that's a pretty significant story too. I mean, Tim Bay winning the Stanley Cup was a really significant story, but the, I think four A would be the Montreal Canadiens. I would say I would kind of say miraculous Stanley Cup run because they came back. They came back from three one down versus Toronto. They sweep Winnipeg. They beat a very, very good Vegas Golden Knights team. They got run over in the Stanley Cup final. But I think for, I think that that four A was was Montreal going all the way to the Stanley Cup final when absolutely, absolutely nobody expected them to even come out of the Canadian the sorry the Scotia Bank Canadian uh, North Division as it was known <laughs> for the twenty twenty one season, uh, but. No, it's. I just thought it was a it was a captivating story. That the playoffs were entertaining. It was uh, it was fun to see fans in the stands for this for Game Five. Andres Vasilevsky stamped his stamped as himself as the best, as the best goaltender in the league. Victor Hedman, best defenseman in the league. Uh, Tim Bay, solid team all around.
1: I like it. No doubt. Yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing more to add to this leading team except maybe they can do a third time in 2022.
2: Oh, they struggled they came out of the gate struggling, but they've yeah. uh, they've they're coming back in the in the Atlantic division. So we'll see what happens there. All right. So my number five national news story of the year, significant national news story of the year, was actually the, the kind of going into our next topic with the uh, top five capital region stories of 2021 that was the death of hank aaron and we'll get into the reason why I, I, it's kind of leading into it in just a moment or two but hank aaron was such a was such a a huge figure not just in baseball but also in sport all around just a classy guy to many he's still the legitimate home run record <laughs> home run record uh, holder uh, because of barry bonds and his his stuff. Uh, but I think his death just, it it, it kind of shook the Atlanta Braves team in a way to go all the way to the world series and, and win it for him. But culturally it was, such a, it was such a huge loss too. So guys, what, what's your take? What's your, uh, Hank, what's your uh, thoughts about the death of Hank Aaron? Interesting here. Yeah.
1: Story. Yeah. For a baseball icon. No doubt. The legacy that he left, that hopefully younger fans appreciated the type of athlete and the career he had. When you talk about some of the most truly influential and greatest baseball players of all time, Hank Aaron's in that discussion. Hank Aaron mm-hmm. will be talked about for that legacy that he left. There's no doubt. Uh, at number five, like n- with no disrespect to Hammer and Hank, I didn't know what number five potentially could be you mentioned the braves mm-hmm. could another championship team sneak here at number five would have been at atlanta would it have been the milwaukee bucks potentially even though they went in 2021 2020 is the lakers you know that little back and forth what 2022 mm-hmm. is going to look like yep. uh tiger woods's car accident one of the great athletes that of all was
2: time. that was that was actually Tiger woods's accident was near the top what near the, near that my top five milwaukee was actually kind of in my top five it was also near my top five too so I'm and trying you know, to. I was trying to remember any kind of other news stories that were significant, but just kind of forgotten on the wayside too. So. The
1: explosion of sports gambling, mobile betting, maybe potentially. Now, maybe that's potentially. Not, 2021 could do the same thing in 2022 and 2020. Maybe that's already <clears> had its <throat> moment, but 2020 was so clouded by COVID that maybe it sneaks here to number five for the legacy that it leaves for the future. Uh, NIL. Now that college athletes can get yep. paid. Maybe that was yep. snuck in at number five. So there's a lot of different things that it could mm-hmm. potentially have been on this. Now my brain is churning a little bit. You know what, <laughs> Ryan? I'm, if you don't mind, I want to give my top five right now because now you got a bunch yeah. of ideas in my head. Okay, let's I go. Agree with, let's go. I agree with one because okay. if I'm going to nitpick your list, I better have my own list, right? Isn't that how it works?
2: Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go.
1: Let's go. COVID, COVID, number one. Fans returning. Mm. I like that as number one. Uh, number two, Tom Brady went winning the Super Bowl. I think that's good mm-hmm. number two. I'm going to flip the Olympic thing. I'll put Simone Biles over Team USA at three. Okay. I'm going to put college athletes name, likeness, and image. Just because I've been on that train for so long, I feel like mm-hmm. now I have to cash in for an end-of-the-year list. That is number four for me on my list. And number five, I'll stick with the Lightning. I think the Lightning okay. is the most interesting championship team of the four major professional sports that happens. So I'd stick with the Lightning at five.
2: Okay. All right. So those are our top five national news stories for the 2021 year. Uh, We're kind of doing a year in review here on No Credentials Required. We're going to get to the top five Capital Region Albany based sports stories in 2021 in just a moment. But before I do that, we're going to talk about our friends, another one of our friends at Godzilla Media, and that would be Johnstone Supply. The final few months of 2021 are here. Well, let's just say the final few days of 2021 are here. And that means the holidays are, well, they're here. Make sure your home is safe and warm this season. Thanks to Johnstone Supply and Troy. The Goodman furnaces are now in stock. Goodman furnaces are not only made in America, but they're also the perfect blend of efficiency and dependability for wherever you may live. Don't forget to clean out your air filters. Before your friends and family visit this season, if they're already here, you can still do it. Find out ways to purify the air in your home and to adjust your air filters. I'm sorry, to adjust your, your air filters before the big holiday events by connecting with Johnstone Supply in Troy, New York. Visit them on 6th Avenue in Troy from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. or call them at 518-272-5922. Whether it's George, Tom, Kev, or James, the crew there will offer you the best recommendations for this season. Call them today to get their advice on how to prepare your home for the snow and to change your boilers or furnace. Give Johnstone Supply a call in Troy at 518-272-5922 or leave them a comment on their Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Johnstone Supply Troy NY. All right, guys, let's go to our top five. Well, my pick for top five sports stories in 2021. And number one, so I'm going in. I'm going in descending order, not ascending order. So, number one, uh, local boys do good. The uh, two local Shenandoah High School grads, which is my alma mater, by the way, uh, for for high school, Ian Anderson helps the Braves win their first World Series since 1995, and Kevin Herder he helps the Hawks advance to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. So we got two Shen grads who actually coincidentally also graduated the same year in high school. Going to the pros. Ian Anderson kind of plied his trade throughout the the Braves minor League system. Kevin Herter did a year at Maryland, declares for the draft. And now he's uh was he was his nickname? Red Velvet. That's right. Yeah, Red Velvet. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. The first try. <laughs> two two local Shen grads doing some good things for, for their teams in Atlanta. So guys, that's my number one, that's my number one news item for Uh, Capital Region for 2021.
1: You and I have had this conversation a bunch here on No Credentials Required, on other podcasts, just hanging out, having beers together and food. This is why I love No Credentials Required, because there are certain (laughs) things that are going to happen in this podcast that you cannot find anywhere else in upstate New York. Think about what you just did there at number one for upstate New York. Mm -hmm. If you were hosting a podcast in Buffalo, it's always going to be either the Bills or the Sabres storyline at number one. Yep. If you're doing something in Syracuse, it's either going to be the Syracuse Orange football or basketball team that's going to be number one. Or lacrosse. Or lacrosse, happen. sure. Or lax maybe yep. sneaks in there, too. If you're mm-hmm. doing one in the city, you know the teams. I don't have to go through them. Like, you see what's yeah. happening here. You get it. From Utica, the Utica Comments, the Pioneers, you get it. Specific cities in upstate New York will always have a sports team be the number one headline, whether it be a championship, mm-hmm. an injury, a performance, a firing, a hiring. It's always going to be a team. This is yep. why Albany's different, because the yes. athlete that comes from the town is number one. I have no pushback because that has been the most talked mm. about storyline across the Capitol region. The success of Ian Anderson and where his career is going and winning a World Series to Kevin Herter playing in the conference finals and having that huge game against the Sixers and the elimination game against Philly and the Ben Simmons, all that. That was mm. Albany on the map. That was Shen on the map. No pushback for number one, and it's a very cool Capital Region number one story that's very unique to the market.
2: Yeah, and th- those those two guys doing so well, and just again, you like you said, putting putting Shenandoah High School on the map, putting Capital Region on the map. That was the reason why I wanted it, that that new story at number one, because you know, people will say, "Oh, Albany, New York. What 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 good things have come from Albany, New York?" Well, I can name two things: <laughs> Ian Anderson. I'm Kevin Herter. Those I can name four things hard. Ryan McCarthy and Gaz. Ah, there we go. Well, as long as, long as well, thank you for putting me at number three. <laughs> <laughs> but this is so cool. I mean, I mean, it, it, I, I think the, the success of those two guys, I think that inspires a lot of different athletes in this area say, Hey, if they can do it, if they can if Ian Anderson can be not only a, a top two pick in the baseball draft in 2017 and go all the way to the world series and win a world series. And his, I, I think it was only his second. This is only his first. I think this is only his first fully. This is his first full year this year. I remember it's a little
1: technical it. there because, you know, he's yeah, he's sort of <laughs> eligible for awards, but not, yeah. calendar not really. years, whatever. Right.
2: Yeah. And then Kevin Herter uh, applying his trade as, as a basketball player, spent only a year, went to Maryland, ACC school comes out a year later declares for the draft. And now he's having success in Atlanta with the Hawks that's inspiring to young athletes that's and inspiring also, to 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 kids little kids playing either football, you know, any any kind of sport it's just it's really inspiring to see and just say hey if i work hard if i keep the faith you know say my prayers <laughs> eat my vitamins you know i'm gonna do all those i can do i can do i can do that too if they can do it. i can do it too yeah and also
1: let's add to kevin herter he also signed a contract this year too Nice, what was it fifty yes. plus million dollars? Might even be high, sixty million. He decided not to test free agency. The great quote from Kevin Herder: "I don't want to wait to get my money." Where I grew up, a million dollars is a lot of money. So I'll just yeah. take my money, please. I don't need to test any. I'll just take that. You just offer me whatever. I forget that off the top of my to I think it's sixty million or something. Yeah, he's gonna take his
2: money. He, he, he's he's uh, he's it's uh, Jenny Slate's character from uh, Parks Recreation. Money please. money, please. Money, please.
1: Money, please. please. <laughs> any is, is that and, Mona uh, Lisa?
2: Yeah, it's Mona Lisa. It John uh, Ralphio's sister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Ralphio's sister, yeah. Yeah. But he also, well, I've also given her open that uh, that recreation center in Half Moon, too. So that's I haven't been there yet, and but it looks pretty cool.
1: Sort of like Dent Left Shrimp in Parks and Rec, right? Did I just get that reference mixed up?
2: No, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Big D, hit me, hit me. <laughs> All right. So my number two news item in the top five, capital region sports stories of 2021 the albany empire returns and they win the national arena league championship they go uh, they they finish first overall in the national arena league this year go to the playoffs they smoke carolina got a little nervous for columbus because columbus playing tough but they wound up pulling away in the second half and guys as the color commentator for the albany empire broadcast on youtube Was it a huge thing for the empire to return? I I know we kind of got delayed with because of COVID. We got delayed; they they were kind of delayed with uh, getting the NAL season together. Rob Keefe was hired as head coach a few days before, actually probably about six weeks before the season starts. He he leaves for Iowa. He's now at the he's now in the NFL with the uh, coaching diversity program with the Chicago Bears. Les Moss leaves to take the job in Iowa. And the organization is scrambling for a coach. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. A few weeks later, Tom Manas is hired. He brings in player after player after player. Some, some players you remember from the Albany M- Empire football team that was here with the original iteration of the Arena Football League. Tommy Grady was here. Malachi Jones comes back. Darius Prince signs with the team, which I thought was just which I thought would never, ever happen, but as a member of the Philly soul, but to see him in an empire uniform was kind of weird at first, but but then you, you saw how, how great of an athlete he was. Malachi Jones returns to the team. Then Mo Ruffins returns to the team. You got all these, Joe Sykes returns as a coach. You see all these familiar guys come back to the empire and they went up winning the championship in their first year in the National Arena League. So... Uh, how, to, to you guys, how significant of, the, of, of a news item is this for the Capital Region in 2021?
1: I was very fortunate, like you mentioned, to be a part of that broadcast team this season. Shout out to our guy Jeff Levac, my partner, the president of the Empire, for asking me to be a part of that broadcast team this year. Oh, really president. Cool yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to my co-broadcaster my, uh, co- there, Andrew Santillo. He had a prior commitment way before the Empire were even kicking off on that weekend, so I was fortunate enough mm-hmm. to call that championship game as the play-by-play voice for the NAL alongside Joey Haas. So so shout out to Joey as well, who was my color Mm guy for that game. Yeah, all that stuff that you just mentioned, tremendous. The athletes that Capital Region sports fans were familiar with, for the area itself to get fans back in the Times Union Center to celebrate a championship, incredible. What this area needed to call themselves champions and everything else that comes with that, the T-shirts, the fun, the celebration, such a great thing here for Albany. Now – With all that being said, and being an employee of the Albany Empire and getting the championship, (laughs) great, right? Like, I'm not trying to undercut or undersell the achievements of the team. Personally, I would put that at three. Now, there's a chance you've got this story at three, and I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but maybe not. So I'm just, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just kind of sliding into my chair one hosting role here. But
2: okay, okay.
1: Here's what I would have at two I would have Will Brown leaving exiting firing whatever you want to call it did you have that at three that was at three okay that so go on, no no you're going to set up for that because i am i have all right i have a little difference of why i would slow off those two so i'll get out of your way and then do my take on that
2: okay all right so albany empire very good thing okay we're coming back with the nl championship number three as guys kind of alluded to it i had will brown who was a longtime coach of the u albany great danes basketball team took took them to a couple of ncaa tournaments leaving the Albany great stepping down from his position as head coach of the men's basketball team. Now I'm you're, I guess you would say you're a lot closer to the, to the U Albany team or Will Brown than, than I am as you're uh, uh, being in your years of radio. I mean, that was a pretty big news story here because, because of all the success that Will Brown had. So guys, I'm going to let you take the reins on this one. I I had it number three. You've had, you had your, this is number two in your, in your, uh, in your top five news items now uh, wh- what's uh how much of an impact does it have on you albany going forward and if i remember correctly will brown is now the t- the albany patroons head coach
1: that's correct coach brown's now okay. with patroons. he's got an amazing staff they're poised to have a really good season coming up so really cool that he's still staying local and doing yes. the things in this area so the reason i would have flipped those two things is because Coach Brown has had success for two decades plus. The NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. again, it's kind of stepping outside of the Capital Region. If people think about the Capital Region, they may still have more name recognition for UAlbany basketball than the Albany Empire. That's just what mm-hmm. it is. Like, whether it's Peter Hooley shot, whether it's the almost upset against UConn in 06, yep. people may be more familiar with UAlbany basketball than the Albany Empire football team. That's no disrespect what the Empire have achieved, but just name recognition and branding. You all mean great Danes have been around a little bit longer than the franchise. That's it. Okay, we're not talking about yeah. the fire we're firebirds, we're talking about the empire. So mm. that's why I would put them at two. Now, okay, another huge reason for this is that if you and I do this again next year in December of 2022, I mm. know that if the empire do it again, if the empire can win another championship in the NAL, more fans will be in the arena, it'll be a bigger celebration, it'll feel mm. different. There's something about even though COVID was in a weird spot in August of 2021, yeah, it wasn't like the Albany Empire celebration in 2019 because the Albany Empire was dealing with different things in 2021 than they dealt with in 2019. That's as simple as that. The transition, Mm -hmm. people not feeling safe yet, people needed to get vaccinated. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that had nothing to do with the empire's uh, executives that they had to deal with. The 2019 didn't have to deal with, so. Mm -hmm said I feel like if the Empire do it again in 2022 it will be a bigger story than UAlbany basketball because I don't think UAlbany basketball is being very good this year UAlbany's got to go through Mm -hmm. transfers in a mid-major program it's unbelievable like nobody nobody does nine transfers with a coach that if you look at it might have gotten fired at Marquette because uh the the coach there Steve Wojciechowski I believe it was he got Mm -hmm. and But Dwayne Killings got hired. There's Killings Lee's. I like to put the British accent on it sometimes. (laughs) Killings, Dwayne Killings (laughs) was hired, even though he probably would have been fired as an assistant. It makes, to this day, someone's got to explain that to me. Uh, So, yeah, that's why I'd flip it. Also, one other thing, Ryan McCarthy, I'm giving you an exclusive here. No credentials required. It's my biggest regret in 2021. I was told that Dwayne Killings was going to be the Albany basketball coach before anybody in the Capital Region. I had that scoop. I had oh. And I thought to myself, you know, Godzilla Media is kind of in the opening phases. I'm two months away here. Like, if mm-hmm. I just kind of scoop it, is that the right – you know, not, not right now. Not, this isn't my yeah. – and then I'm telling you, like, within 12 hours, I think Roger Wan was the first to have it. I'm like –
2: you got scooped by Wyland.
1: <laughs> I had it. I, if I get that same source to tell me a story again this time, I will hundred percent be tweeting it. But that's my that's my confession of 2021. I'm not trying to say like, oh, I had it first I want to beat him to the video. I'm just telling you, like, I regret <laughs> not right. I regret not posting that because I had that story right. I just was too slow to the trigger.
2: Well, hopefully next year we'll have a big news item and We'll be able to break it first (laughs) this year. Yeah, let's go. All right. So number four, I have, and this is my my news item. I kind of alluded to it last week on the drop-in. The Tri-City Valley Cats moving to independent baseball, and now they're suing Major League Baseball. Now, I kind of want to backtrack. We're going to backtrack. We're going to do a rewind here. Uh, back to December 2020, when Major League Baseball announced that they would disconnect, they, w- they would they basically I wouldn't say I would say I guess you would say cancel the New York Penn League, the Pioneer League, and the Appalachian League, uh, short A baseball, rookie baseball, uh, f- in favor of a more, I guess you would say centralized system. So that kind of left the Valley Cats scrambling to find a league to play in. So they had no affiliation with a major league team. They decided to join an independent league. They joined the pioneer league, which became an independent league. Uh, Some of the teams from the New York Penn league actually went, were affiliated, were gained a re affiliation. Again, I think the Hudson Valley renegades became the single a team for the New York Yankees. But, but right now the, but the tri-city Valley cats, they become independent. And as of last week, they joined four other teams and a move to sue major league baseball. Now, I don't know if it's for, I don't know if it's because they want to regain affiliation or they're just looking for damages from losing affiliation. But I think the Valley cats, the the fact that the Valley cats stayed around, they survived, they had, but they had, even though they had 50% capacity for games at Joe Bruno stadium, I think the fact that they at least tried to stay, to, to stay the uh to, to to stay open basically and sign independent players, uh guys who maybe try to get a crack at the major leagues or ex-major league baseball players. I think the fact that they tried to at least try to, to get the season out and stay relevant in the area is is a pretty big deal. Uh guys, so what's your I don't know what your reaction is to uh to my news story but my my top five news story but if would you put that new story here or would you have another new story in the capital region for 2021?
1: So the Valley cats losing that affiliate is a massive deal. They have done their absolute best to continue to put out a product. Like you mentioned with professional players and ho- hooking up with an independent league. And they have such a following, especially with the younger fans where the younger fans may not know the difference. Like they don't know the difference between independent baseball, single, A, double. They just don't. They're just there to have mm. a good time, have a hot dog, hang out with their dad or their grandpa or their, whatever. Like, they're just there to yeah. watch baseball. I get that. And then from the promotion side and everything, they do a really good job. Yeah, I would go as far as this. I moved out to Albany in April of 2015. I've lived in upstate New York. I've worked, studied, media member. Upstate New York has been my thing. Mm. I would say here in Albany the last six years, this is – and this isn't a shot to you. Like, this is not a Ryan McCarthy dig. This is a – in this area – the worst reported on sports story in the last six years. It has been like hmm. the lack of coverage that this has gotten makes zero sense to me. So, here's some questions that I would just off the top of my head ask. Okay. So, hmm. Albany is a, is a market size, let's stack them up to every other market that lost their affiliate. I'm willing to bet they're in the top five market size wise. If you can buy uh, Schenectady, yeah. Troy and Albany. I would be Mm -hmm. willing to bet they're in the top five and just not knowing it off the top of my head right now, I'm willing to bet they might be the number one market size of any of the affiliates who lost any of them. So you're telling me a top 60 market in the country could not even field the single a baseball team. Why? So like who was not defending the Valley Cats? So I'll use the Syracuse Mets for an example, because I'm a little familiar with them. Okay. So the Syracuse Mm -hmm. Mets have horrible attendance. I worked as a studio host for the Mets. They have terrible attendance. They've had terrible attendance for 15 years. But somehow, then Governor Cuomo made a deal with the Syracuse Mets, then the Syracuse Chiefs, that they were going to be a Mets affiliate. They were going to be the go to spot. They were going to. Okay, out loud, that doesn't make sense because Albany is closer to New York City than Syracuse. Why the hell would you go to Syracuse Mm -hmm. two hours longer when you've got Albany in your backyard? So, who was not championing the capital region? Was it the ownership? Was it politicians? Was it Major League Baseball? Why was there not a voice helping Albany? Who was the right. person who was missing here? Like, let's go back to hockey. The Utica yep. Comets get an AHL team. Like the, the Comets didn't work their way up from the ECHL and up and up and up. And they went to AAA, whatever, you know, for non-hockey fans. They didn't work their way up. Rob yeah. Ash got the team to the AHL immediately. Then they lost their affiliate, but they were so quick to get the Devils to Utica. Like right, right, like right. So like, Albany loses the affiliate to Binghamton. Binghamton goes to Utica. Utica never even thinks about losing it. So you're telling me that Syracuse yeah. is able to hold on to their affiliate. Utica is able to hold on to their affiliate. Rochester's never budged for years off the Orioles and now the Twins.
2: So no. all these and up- now and, uh, right? and also with this, also with the Sabers and you know with, with speaking of AHL, they had, they actually lost the Sabers affiliation for a bit. They went to Florida, but then they came back. So. It's uh,
1: Yeah, dude, like, there we it's go. unbelievable. <laughs> what do you think about it? Like, right. Think about that for a second, right? Like you and I just, just shooting it, right? Right. Like, I don't know who didn't talk to Major League Baseball. I didn't know how long this was in the. These are questions that should have been asked. Like, OK, yeah. were the Valley cats in trouble six months ago, a year and a half ago? Who didn't make the move? Why didn't they make the move? Uh, why did Albany get knocked out? Who could have helped? Why didn't they help? Why? Like, these are. Maybe I didn't do a good enough job following the story. Maybe you've got some answers that I don't, but in six mm-hmm. years on a market that big, losing a single A team, who helped? How did it happen? Right. So that, that's where I sit with the Valley Cats.
2: Yeah, I, I think that I think ownership try to do their best to especially GM Rick Murphy. He tried to they try to do their best to to try to convince Major League Baseball to keep single A short season the New York Penn League because the New York Penn League's been around for so long. I don't know what didn't work if they didn't have the right political uh, connections. They didn't have the right connections to uh, someone in major league baseball. The boys really hit. I I really don't have any answers for you. I I hope with this, with that, if this goes to, if this goes to trial, both in federal and in state court, we get some sort of answer as to why, why the Valley cats didn't keep any affiliation. Same with the Staten Island Yankees and the, the Norfolk sea unicorns and <laughs> the other team, the Volcanoes in Salem, um, Washington, but
0: you
2: know, it's just a weird story. It's it, it. I mean, I'm I'm happy that they're they're thriving and surviving, and it looks like they're going to go forward this year back in independent baseball. But I, I'd be curious to see how this how this is going to play out. Whether they get whether. Uh, I, but but what hap- But here's the thing too. What happens if a major league baseball team comes around again and says, "Hey, you know, we're from the." We're we're a single A affiliate from, I don't know, Montreal, Mont Mon, Montreal slash Tampa, the Tampa Bay yeah. X X Rays. Uh, <laughs> what what if an affiliation comes around? Are they gonna just going to say bye bye to the Pioneer League and go to a single A or affiliate or a rookie league? You know, I'm kind of curious to see what happens after this when this trial comes around. What they're going to and- what they're going to get.
1: And that's what I don't get either about it too. So like, if you're going for money, just go for money. Obviously you're in a legal battle right now. You're not going to talk about what the overall goal is, but Mm -hmm. if it's money, it's money. But if you win your lawsuit, what are you getting? Like, are you going to say, Hey, by the way, if you ever get another affiliate, you have to put us number one on the list. Hey, if you get that in the lawsuit, awesome. Like that's really cool. That's what it goes back to. We said a few minutes ago about somebody, Mm -hmm. somebody battling for the city. If you're just getting paid, haven't you just guaranteed yourself never get an affiliate again? because when they go through right. major League baseball's list of cities who got call was just contracted for the term right hey these mm-hmm. cities got contracted back in 2020 2021 oh let's not pick these four they suit us remember like right. we don't want them again so
2: right major league I mean Rob, Rob Manfred holding a grudge would be Yes. I uh, wouldn't be wouldn't shock me no
1: and they don't have to like they don't have to pick those four cities so that's why I feel like it's been so underreported. I don't know if it's because there's not a Valencant's beat writer or so many people are doing so many different jobs here locally. I want more details about what went down. Somebody give me a Ryan McCarthy. Now the pressure's on you. I want a full oral history <laughs> of what happened. Cause I've got nothing about that this year that needed to be covered.
2: I will have to dig into it. Maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be a oral history yeah. episode of the, of the of, uh, baseball in the area coming. You know, I spring. love those. I love those. Yeah. And maybe next month. I mean, I'll, I'll sneak, the sneak preview. Just for 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 January into February, maybe into February, I'll do an oral history of professional hockey in the Capital District. This will That's be I'll be a fun oral history. Try to make it an, an abridged oral history, like I did with the Albany with the Arena Football. But it'll be uh, it'll be fun. I like doing those episodes, doing those deep dives. All right, so guys, here's my final news story, noteworthy news item in the Capital Region for 2020, and that would be. And you might disagree with me with the, on this. I got, I've, I've, I've heard your takes on this, but the National Lacrosse League returning to Albany, the Albany Firewolves uh, unveiled their name in April, and then eight month, late long months later, they finally come back to the Capital Region. They played their first home game last Saturday against Rochester. The Nighthawks uh, had the brakes beaten off them, but uh, there was some, there was a pretty fun thing that happened during the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, that put all the Albany Firewolves in the map with the uh, goalie fight, but we won't get, we won't get into that. I know your take on it. Well, if you want to listen to Gaz's take on it, go listen to Gaz on the Go from last week. It's a uh, interesting take. And don't forget also, the Laval and Gaz uh, the uh, the on the U- on Godzilla Media's YouTube channel live last week last Sunday. They also talked about the debut of the uh, Albany Firewolves too, uh, with the goalie fight and. Also, the media coverage being kind of interesting, let's put it that way. But oh, hey, no,
1: no, wait a second! Hang on, you've teased <laughs> it so well. Yeah, I, I, my my gut wants me to just get the clicks off this. I so badly want to do this and just get the clicks. But do it, do I, it, do it. I, I want to have a conversation with you about this because we're so different on yes. this. And by the way, I don't disagree with number five. I think okay. this is perfect. The only awesome. other things I could consider were. Look, you could put a high school story here, but that's not very unique to the Capital Region. Any city in America can have a high school state right. champion. So I, I kind of right. stay away from the high school stuff. We could have mm-hmm. done Allie Jacks leaving Siena women's basketball, but Coach Jacks has had such bad luck across the board. You mentioned mm-hmm. the Albany Patroons, and I think there's still kind of like a 2022 storyline that could potentially happen. Yep. I don't really have a disagreement here for the top five list besides that 2-3 swap. Let's okay. let's go back to the Albany, as I call them, the Albany Firefest Wolves. Uh, <laughs> For the fake fight and the fake stuff that's going on, the fire festivals.
2: Oh come on!
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they are. That was, a, I mean, that's that was a fake fight, Ryan. It was fake. Like we all know it, know, right? When like, you take your, you it, it, I mean, you your gear
2: off, when we take your gear off. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free twenty-two. Shopify.com slash free twenty-two. Shopify.com slash free twenty-two. Internet connection required, not available on mountaintops or sea floors. It's all look
1: you look for the cameras, make sure, make sure everyone's. I don't know they were the looking court. for the
2: cameras. I wasn't there. I was quarantined for that game, but um I wanted to be there. Um, but I watched it on ESPN plus and you know, there's a bit of a bit of a scuffle on the side before the fight happened. I mean, things were getting really, really chippy. Things were pretty chippy throughout the game itself. Uh, but then the goalies get in a fight, gets all over, gets all over sports center, gets all over social media on the lacrosse Twitter, on lacrosse Twitter, I guess is the thing um, I'm trying to get into lacrosse, um, but I don't know, but I mean, but I, I kind of want to go into kind of tease what i what you uh had talked about during the live show uh for love and guys from the hideaway last week and that the media coverage and we talked about this during the our local sports matter episode uh back in may i want to say may ish june ish and that our media doesn't really help i think i think our media our, our local media especially kind of hurts professional college sports in the area i mean am i Am I am I wrong?
1: <laughs> no, see, like the, the, the Albany Capital Region local media is a different style. You know, like that. Yeah. I kind of got to this a little bit too, where we have to remember this. It's a great quote by Mike Greenberg. It's one of my favorite quotes of Mike Greenberg. Ever. He goes, "Remember, the media's job, especially sports talk, what we do. Our job is to reflect interest, not generate interest. Hmm. Our jobs as sports talk opinionists is not to say, hey, this event is coming here's why you should go.'" Now, smaller markets might get paid to promote things like that. Mm-hmm. Radio people might get paid to promote and tell you <laughs> all year long with paid sponsors and segments. Hey, and I, sh-
2: hey, I've been promoting the firewalls for months. I haven't seen a dime. <laughs> there you go.
1: Well, certain forums and certain medias, you can kind of s- sniff it out really fast. When, hey, that, why is that segment there? That doesn't make much sense. So, but <laughs> that's not the job of the local newspaper writer or beat writer or television anchor or anything else. Now, mm-hmm. I know what you're getting at. For those who might be listening on another platform, this might be the first time listening. No credentials required. What we're talking about is that people constantly talk about the attendance and whether or not a team's going to survive. And what are mm-hmm. you doing? Like it's it's the lowest hanging fruit when you put stuff out there of like, well, this team folded two years ago. This one could. Someone's going to read that and be like, why would I go? Well, yeah. you know, this team didn't last too long. So good luck. Like you just feel like the sky is falling, right? Was it
2: Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? Eeyore. Yeah, right. Eeyore. Oh, it's ringing again. Right, guys. Like, what are we doing? And that's, so- and that's what makes me so mad about this area. So maybe so passionate about sports in this area is that I want people to go and, and show up. I want people to go to the games. I want people to support teams. I don't care what sport you watch. Go and support it. I mean, with lacrosse, you may have never been to the box lacrosse game before. Go check it out and just see what it's all about. You know, with hockey, same thing. We have a we have a professional sports team in Glens Falls. Go watch them. You, you, uh, some of these guys could be on the New Jersey Devils someday. Uh, with Albany Re- Albany Empire, we arena football has always been a big draw in this area. Let's be honest. Same with the, with the Valley Cats, too. And I'm hoping the Valley Cats get more in attendance this year because of, cause last year they had COVID restrictions. They you know, only allowed 50% capacity at Joe Bruno Stadium. And the same thing in a way with the Albany Empire. can have so, only so many people in the arena. Uh, because of county restrictions, but you know, that's why I, and go back, if you go back and listen to episode 30, recorded in May, Why Local Sports Matter. Gaz, myself, our friend JD, who is who's a podcast with both Belly Up Sports and Gazilla Media called 2DCU, uh, it's about movies, but we talk about why it's important to support your local sports team. And when people and like you said, guys, when people read about low attendance figures, why we're going to fail again, it's it's back to the old it's back to the 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 small mentality. Like we're the inferior market because we don't have a major sports sports team. And I think Albany could be the king of niche sports in this area, like arena football, independent baseball, lacrosse, minor league baseball. We could be. The kings of the niche sport market. If only we weren't seeing so many like nasal gaving, naval gazing headlines or articles from local local media, and it 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 frustrates. It just frustrates me. Yeah, and you know what I want
1: to see happen, Ryan? Whether it's you know maybe as soon as this year, maybe five years from now. Over the last five years, the Albany market has had moments where a tide could have changed, right? Like. Mm -hmm. U-Albany lacrosse was in a final four. U-Albany football in 2019 went further than any U-Albany football team has ever gone to the FCS playoffs. Mm -hmm. So you had the football team have success. You had the lacrosse team have success. Siena basketball, COVID back-to-back times bumps them. 2020, they could have played Kansas in the March Madness. 2021, they got knocked out by Iona because of how that old thing went through. But they would have had a chance. You've had all these opportunities. And U-Albany football against Syracuse this season. Maybe they could have beat the Orange. Like Albany has had these moments where if they just got over this hump of what you're talking about, the attitude, the reflection, all of a sudden people first across New York and then maybe a little bit further out go, ooh, what's going on in Albany? They got really good lacrosse? Oh, their football Mm team is up a new level? Oh, they almost beat Syracuse? Like there are these moments, and I hope that happens here coming up in the future where it's something. It's like, whoa, okay, like – Sports seems a little bit different in Albany now. Now we mentioned the NLL. Yeah, I'm not a big lacrosse fan. I don't mind admitting that. There's other sports I grew up with. I know I'm in a hotbed when I grew up in Central New York is a hotbed for lacrosse, but that hotbed is spread across the country now. It's not the 1990s anymore. Everybody's spread right. across from Florida to Maryland to Jer- everybody,
2: Colorado, yep.
1: right? So. My fear for the NLL is this when we are recording this. This is the last week of December. The NLL has just announced that the week five games have been all paused because of COVID restrictions. They're all taken off the board. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. The Firewolves are scheduled to go back in action on January 8th. If we're doing 2022 predictions, the Firewolves have a lot more challenges than the Empire did. And I bring that comparison mm-hmm. up just because a lot of staff and executives who are part of the 2018 and 2019 Empire who are no longer there, the 2022 Firewolves yeah. are facing a winner potentially filled with COVID, year one in a new market, a sport like lacrosse that is very niche, or niche, or niche, niche, no, whatever way you want to pronounce that word. Ne- niche, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you're also going up against Siena basketball, Albany basketball, union hockey, RBI hockey. You've got basketball and hockey and also high school sports, all mm-hmm. this major rivals going on. So right. it's not like in the summer when you had Albany empire football on the track, that's really it. And the Valley, and Valley Cats go go baseball. Right. right. But you know, the Valley Cats, you can go during the week and you go to this on the weekend. Yep. So you can kind of do like your balance of the summer. This is a, Look, it's an uphill battle for the firewolves for all those mm-hmm. things for COVID, for the sport it is for the winter season. This is going to be a lot harder to have the impact that the Albany Empire had with their team. That's the college teams we mentioned. I'm nervous in the sense of I don't mm-hmm. know if the popularity of what we just talked about in 2021 is still going to have the same excitement and right the opening day, the opening atmosphere, the first game that is so important for the future. When yep. you get closed lined out of the gates. No pun intended. Even though the fight broke out, I don't know what game two, game three, or game four is going to look like for the Firewolves, and that's not going to be good for the future. Was well, that too critical of an answer? I hope you know we just did no, the whole thing about no. local sports, man. I'm trying to get like an honest. I feel no, like I just kind of undercutted you because we love local <laughs> sports, and I feel bad because that's my honest prediction about I, it. I'm,
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to play positive, Pete, over here myself. So I I get your I get your you're knocking me back, back back down to earth, but no, I mean I have a lot of hope that the firewolves can be uh, can be successful in this market and obviously it starts with winning that's why the albany i remember back in the day the albany river rats who came to town they were the uh, they were the new jersey devils affiliate first they got right off the oh my gosh what's your camera doing <laughs> uh right off the back me right there oh jeez George was listening, uh <laughs> but right off the bat, I mean, Albany, the Albany RiverRats were successful. They won a Calder Cup within their first three seasons at the what was then the Knickerbocker Arena. Uh, Albany Firework Firebirds, 11, 11 seasons. They only missed the playoffs twice. Albany Empire, the league ending kind of undercut their what was supposed to be their success. I, I remember and I remember Championship Weekend because I remember going to media media week uh, media day at uh, now the Times Union Center. Now it'll be MVP Healthcare Arena. I can't keep up with all these names, guys. <laughs> but I remember going to media day at the Arena Bowl in 2019, talking to Eddie Brown, talking to Ron, Ron, talking to Jaws, Ron Jaworski, talking to Rob Keefe, talking to a, a bunch of players about the future of the league. And they were super optimistic about it. Albany Empire win the Arena Bowl in front of a sellout crowd. Then a few months later, hammer drops league's over and i mean i i the the nll has been around for gosh almost over 30 years so they're an established league in terms of lacrosse but they've tried this market before unfortunately it failed but not because the product was bad it's just that nobody i don't know if nobody came out nobody came out and uh, the, the the attack they went to the nll championship in their second year and they had a phenom- some phenomenal players, but I don't know. They got some guys from UAlb who play, used to play at UAlbany on this team. I think some rec- name recognition would help, but it's an uphill battle. I think because they're they're not winning. They're zero they're, two they're right now, and I have hope that they'll turn things around. Hopefully, COVID won't this outbreak won't stick around uh, as much, and it will be just they'll just fl- it'll, eventually it'll just flatten out whoever heard that before, but, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I realistically, I, I'm opti- I'm realistically optimistic. Yeah. You know, I, it, yes, there's going to be struggles in terms of getting people in the seats. Part of it has to do with fear of COVID part of it has to do with the winter season. Winters can be nasty up here, uh, but I think if they've put a good product on the field and they start winning games, I think we'll start to see people come out and say, oh, look at this team. I, I know, I know Union's, Union's hockey season, RPI's hockey season ends around March. Siena, UAlbany, basketball, same thing, it ends around March. So, and, season, and the NLL season goes into, I think, May or June. So hopefully, if people are looking for something to do on Saturday nights in March, April, May, let's come out to a Firewolves game and see see what's up. That's my hope. <laughs> I, I know. I don't think uh, it was wishful thinking, but not. No, but those are my thought. Those are my top five local news items for 2021. And we've had a very spirited discussion, especially the last uh, about uh, five, 10 minutes or so about the <laughs> national <laughs> national lacrosse league. But, but now I'm going to give guys the opportunity to plug his stuff with Godzilla media Talk about some podcasts that are on on Godzilla Media, and what we got coming up for twenty twenty two. So, guys, you have the floor, my friend. Go ahead and.
1: Yes, thank you, Ryan, for way. doing that. appreciate that, man. Godzilla Media. Check out the website, Godzilla dot Two thousand twenty two live shows. You can check out our schedule there. Support our great sponsors that are part of this two thousand twenty two ride. No credentials required. Just one of the 17 podcasts and keep an eye. There might be more on the way in 2022 of things that you can find. You mentioned our guy, JD Davis to DCU talking about movies, Brian Katie talking about mental health and professional wrestling. My guy Levesque. I could run through the list. Here's what I ask for you to do. Just search Godzilla media on Spotify, download some episodes, leave us a nice rating little stars on there. Well appreciated. Enjoy all the cool stuff coming on the way in 2022. Cannot wait. Uh, Season two of my podcast, Getting There with Guys," LeVac and Guys Goss on the Go, 30-Minute Sports Talk. My guy LeVac and I do our sports show. We talk fantasy, fantasy football fans. Season's almost over, but season two of Getting There with Guys" coming back, let's say the first Thursday in January. I got some things Uh, I still got to work on. We'll say the first Thursday in January, the interview style of talking about people's careers will be back then.
2: And watch out for some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipe, especially locally here in the Capital District in february yeah february like right around olympic time where we won't have olympic ice hockey with the nhl but we'll see what's that we'll, we'll see i'll that's all i'll leave it I'll, I'll just leave it at that pretty big stuff coming around the corner in february with Godzilla media all right guys thanks for joining me like as always you're welcome back to no credentials anytime and with that we're going to end this, seg- the, this segment of friends with ryan we'll come back in just a second you'll you're ugh. You are listening to No Credentials Required. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra premium veteran owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BellyUp at checkout and receive 15% off your order. And once again, I want to thank guys for stopping by and talking about some of the top news stories of 2021, both nationally and in the capital region area. Great things happening on Godzilla media, as well as belly up sports in 2022. So check out both Godzilla media and belly up sports. Lots of stuff coming down the pike. We're coming to a close of the final episode of no credentials required for 2021. I really want to do thank you for listening and standing by with me through all the transitions that have happened throughout 2021 between a co-host leaving, a reformatting of the podcast, a mental health break in between, all that stuff. It's been a kind of a bumpy ride for 2021. But I really do want to thank you for sticking by me and let's listen, keep listening to the podcast. Tell a friend. Especially if you're in the Capital Region, tell a friend because I'm trying to build this podcast with. I want to make this as successful as possible. Capital Region people, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend about this podcast, pass it along, leave a rating. That way people, more people know about this podcast and they can listen if they want to listen to Capital Region Sports, talking about the hockey scene, talking about the football scene, talking about indoor lacrosse. Uh, I'm going to try to do more Valley Cats coverage next year. Tell a friend, we're gonna have plenty of coverage here. Got some exciting things coming down the again, having some exciting things coming down the pike with both Godzilla Media and Belly Up Sports. And I want you to be a part of it. So please tell a friend about this podcast. And before we go, I need to remind you one more time about our bonfire store. That's one way you can support this podcast by going to the bonfire store at bonfire.com. Do a search for no credentials required, and all our apparel comes up. Buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. If you're a lady, buy a lady shirt. We have ladies t-shirts. Also, you have the chance to buy some apparel to support a really wonderful charity called No Shave November, where I ha- I designed a uh, logo, a redesigned logo with a beard uh, for no credentials required. And that way it goes towards cancer research. So buy some apparel to support the show that way. And one more time, I want to remind you about our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram. BellyUp ncr facebook.com forward slash bellyup sports ncr and on YouTube. I promised you I've said this, I've said this at least a couple of times during the last month. I promise we're gonna have to have more videos come up for 2022 So search no credentials required. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications button, whether it be clips from uh, an interview I do, a long-term long-form interview I do, or i Just do a clip of a random sports topic. I'm going to just do a just riff about for a good five, ten minutes. Or if it be for any any kind of shorts, hit the notification bell. You get notified of when new videos pop up. And that will do it for episode 53 of No Credentials Required. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everybody has a safe, happy and prosperous new year coming up in 2022. And be sure to again listen in for more things coming down the road for no credentials required in 2022. So thanks again for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. I'm Ryan McCarthy. I've been your host of no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk about sports, take care and happy new year.
0: Courtesy of Joseph McDavid. Check him out on Support His Music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDavid. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a belly up sports podcast network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Start a journey, not a fad.